0: Ah uh, yes, sir. You are now tuned in to Take Five Podcast, where you unwind, clear your mind, and leave your words behind. It's been a minute, y'all. We'll be back. We got Jana here, it's my home girl. We're gonna talk about work-life balance. So you know something a little bit more different, informational. Uh, what's up? You wanna say something to people?
1: What's up, people? How y'all doing? No, bro, not cool enough. Come on, man.
0: Tell them what do you do? I got more energy.
1: From yeah,
0: <laughs> what you doing, man? <laughs>
1: Um, no, so, you know, I'm Jana I'm a recruiter for a large global financial institution. Um, I am originally from Jersey, moved to Houston about a year and a half ago.
0: Jersey. You
1: know, put on for the, put on for the city. A little something something. Here with my boy Derek.
0: Yeah, you already know No, so I heard, so, wait, wait, wait so work-life balance, right? Let's, let's just get right into it, you know. Um,
1: tell me what you do again. I'm a recruiter for a, global international global financial institution
0: okay so my question is like my first one is like what what is work-life balance to you like what does that mean
1: um well i have an amazing work-life balance so i like to you know humble brag real quick um i get pretty much every other friday off they call it a 980 at my job where it's basically you are supposed to work 80 hours over nine days that way you get um, either the Friday or a Monday, every other Friday or Monday off. I chose Friday because for obvious reasons. Um, and that was a big part of me choosing the role that I decided to take on when I was moving from my one job at the law firm to um, into recruiting. So things were are so contrastingly different compared to when I worked at the law firm to now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one thing they did sell me on. That was a big selling point is that it was four day work weeks. Um And just the work-life balance is amazing it's completely remote so i have so much flexibility when it comes to working um and then my team is on the east coast so i get an extra hour before so i may have to go on a little bit earlier but i get off earlier so that's pretty cool too um but yeah i just think that we need to continue to push the narrative that we're not working to to die no more like we're not just Just gen z and millennials we're not not working to retire no more like it's 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 never that serious. So um I vouch for people all the time, get you a remote job, get you a job that's gonna actually prioritize your mental health and your well being as an employee, because at the end of the day, if if you're dead, what they what they gonna do? Replace you?
0: So you know they're going to want your information. I'm going to get that out later, though. Because you know people are like, oh, I want a job. You know what I'm saying? They're going to look for you to put a hook up. Yeah, you know i LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, for real. I was going through LinkedIn. I throw LinkedIn on a bio or whatnot. But nah, I appreciate you doing that because, you know, some people are probably out there like, dang. Like, you living. Yeah, to me, to be honest, I got, I'm got i hybrid. So I got to go in three days a week. Yeah. I ain't got off on, on Friday, so... T- <laughs>
1: The, well, the difference is, it's funny because you work at, you know, JP and I work for just as large a corporation. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually work on the account of the corp- of the bank. So I don't work directly for the bank. So their work-life balance is also really good. I think it's like, um, depends on your corporate title, but you get like four weeks PTO. So although it's not unlimited, they're really like the teams are really understanding um, and I sell people to the benefits all the time, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool, but I personally think that the benefits of my direct company are a little bit better because of that you know, flexibility to be remote. They just implemented a rule where we have um, a remote pilot program, but they just implemented a rule that essentially if you live within 50 miles of the New York office, you have to com- commute. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It's I heard a hybrid that too. Yeah, it's a hybrid thing, but... I really do I wanna say that COVID has brought us to such a transitional period, especially in the workforce. Um, because people are not commuting three, four hours out of the day. Like I was commuting to New York City at one point, five days a week. And when I tell you it took a toll I did it for six months and I literally like was at a brink where I was begging COVID. <laughs> yeah like, something hey, something like COVID. Like <laughs> No and and honestly, pandemic. is New York City to commute from Jersey is not a joke. Like, it's not. You took a the joke. train? I was taking the train, the subway. I was even on days that I did because you know the subway is gross. Yeah. So, on days I had to walk 20 minutes, I was taking a 30 minute train ride to work, walking 20 minutes to work in a bustle of people. And like, it, it just takes a toll on you. It takes such a toll. So, when they implemented that we were going to be remote, we thought it was going to be for a few months at a time. Uh, A few weeks at a time, I thought we were going to be back within two months and then two months turned into two years. And then I ended up moving down to Houston. I was able to transfer with my job, but then I moved into a hostile work environment and I was going into the office, if not three days a week, like four days a week, they started to implement it more and more. Um, and then the yeah the work environment was hostile so, so I got up out of there. I got up out of there no All right, question
0: so, so question so uh, this is good I like I think I like how you said that so say let's start with your old job where you said you know you didn't in- like the environment mm-hmm. and whatnot and you know how did you improve your work life balance while you were there
1: not even gonna lie to you I was going through a lot like it was a very stressful time because that was my first job out of college and I yeah. was working on that was my third year there and I was just coming home crying upset like. Just, and mind you, I was really like, I was my boss in New York. She hired me and she was still the boss of all of us over in Houston, in the Houston office. So I had a really good rapport with her, but she was in the New York office. There was nothing that she really could do for me on a day-to-day basis. Um, so once I had eventually told her about it, it was, she was just like, why did not you tell me this sooner? So I think that a good manager is a really great way to start, because um, a lot of people will be terrible managers. But I had a really great manager who was really helpful in navigating the situation. Um, but I was I don't recommend to do what I did. I was going out a lot, partying, just doing a lot, trying to figure out ways to cope with the stress. Yes,
0: yeah, so I know some people, like, it's hard to balance because some people work too much. Like, they it's, do, like, overtime yeah, and work on the weekends. But balance. some people also play a lot. Like, like you said, they go out even after exactly. work, like, happy hours, yeah, you know? So, exactly. But it's like... How do you, you create that balance to be like, so, do you have like a set days? Like, all right, I'll just go out on well, like, you know, Friday to Sunday. Yeah. I started,
1: I started to realize that my discipline needed an absolute overhaul. Like I was going out two, three days a week, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And like, and then that's going to leave you broke. Like it's not even no matter how no much more, money you no make, man. that's going to leave you broke, especially in Houston. Like that's going to yeah. leave you broke. Um, so I kind of just had a wake-up call. Really, one day, it was really just like a wake-up call. Like, you've, gotta you've yeah. got to chill. You've got to chill. You've um, got to chill. And now, I rarely go out. Like, I really don't even be outside like that. So I think it's really important to kind of... Your discipline is, is a really, really, really big factor in that. Um, but I think it's, as long as it's something that you acknowledge, because a lot of people don't even acknowledge there's, it's a hole that they're going down. Yeah. I could have been on my way to alcoholism in, in, no, in no time. Like, no time. But it was something that I had to really focus on. I talked to my therapist about it and she was just like, you know, you really got to get you a routine and you got to understand, like, there's a bigger picture to everything. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that self-control and that discipline and having people around you who are good for your health is a really, 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 good really, because you can have those friends who will indulge indulge in that with you. And then you get blacked out drunk every weekend. And you wake up and you're 30. <laughs> you don't even get it. <laughs> and you don't know what the hell. You don't have anything to show for it. So I just realized that like it's just it's just not the way to go. A stressful work environment. Once you get out of it, it's it's you'll thrive. Trust me. Yeah. But my recommendation is to kind of just decompress. Like even working remotely, um, I figure out ways to kind of decompress after the workday. Because although my my job doesn't take too much mental strain. Mm-hmm. Dealing with people and dealing with, you know, corporate America is a lot. Even in in a remote environment it's a yeah, i a lot more. So I for sure believe that it's it's really just about, you know, figuring out what it is that you want out of life and then going to get it, you know? It's simple. <laughs> simple, but Yeah,
0: I get that, I get that. But so I mean I guess like you said, you're in a different environment now. Um <laughs> So, I mean, what's the benefit of it, though? Like, the work-life balance that you actually... You seem like you you pretty balanced. Like, you know, like you said... you I love it. You went through, you know, the work... where you played too much, and then you worked too much. So, how, like... Mm-hmm. What's the benefits of it?
1: I think that the benefits of a good work-life balance is your pro- productivity is obviously increased tremendously. Mm. Tremendously. There's been studies um, of... I think it's like a thousand companies that they... Or a thousand employees over, like, 60 companies they did a study on, and about... I think it was only three companies out of those 60 who decided that they weren't going to implement the four day work week permanently, but those other 57 companies continued some type of four day work week and realized it's increased productivity, less absenteeism. People are not calling out left and right because they're tired. Um, Yeah. Better revenue, just all around, just a better eye. Exactly, less stress, less fatigue, less inclination to want to call out because you actually like you get three days as opposed to two. For us to work two days to get off two days and work four, five, it's so archaic. Like yeah. that's so archaic, and that's why I'm saying I, I truly do thank COVID for a lot of like these transitions in in the workforce, just living in cor- corporate or working in corporate America, because. If it wasn't for COVID, I would probably still be commuting yeah. to New York City. I know,
0: like I was talking about it with my manager. Manager was <laughs> like, "Yeah, he was like, uh, just imagine like before COVID. Mind you, I'm in college, so I'm like,
1: <laughs> exactly. I'm I like, graduated a yeah. year before COVID started.
0: Yeah, I was like, I was like, nah, i was still taking classes, and whatnot. But I'm just, I was thinking, I was like, I don't think I could really do five days a week in office. Like, it's
1: crazy. It's crazy to think about. I don't even like doing three. I don't think even think like about. doing three days. I don't even exactly. I don't even like doing the three days. Now that I'm like a hundred percent remote, I know it's not for a lot of people because my best friend, she's a nurse, and she's like, I couldn't imagine like oh, being yeah. at home like and oh, and just true. being at home. she has a kid. Yeah. And I just be like, girl, I can, I don't see myself ever going back to office. I I know the the like the flexibility that I have, I would never go back to office commute.
0: That gas, they don't pay for gas, no parking. Like, you know what I'm saying?
1: Like parking, is yeah. Just, I'm already then you gotta pay for lunch. Then let's not <laughs> even let's not even get on the microaggressions of the office, like yeah, it's, I'm already it's ridiculous. And to be honest, I'm I'm
0: I'm gonna be yeah. honest. To be honest, a lot of people don't really work eight hour days. So if you in office for eight hours, you're not working. You working eight a hours solid four, straight. maybe five of them. Yeah, I'm saying four
1: at five. the very most. Yeah, at the very most. Yeah, you, you congregate you with your coworkers. Taking an hour off for lunch, that's what I'm saying. Doing this, you're going to get coffee, bathroom breaks,
0: doing this, doing all of that. Now, I do, like, I do, I do, um, I understand that some some occupations you know require you to be in the office, yeah. but I think that some that don't require you to be in office, I don't think you should. If you don't want to, I don't think you should. Exactly. like I say, I think the, pro- the productivity is still gonna be high mm-hmm. and you're working on your own pace. To be mm-hmm. honest, like when I was uh, when I was developing, to be mm-hmm. honest, I would like. <laughs> And working from home when we didn't have to go in for a period of time when mm-hmm. I first moved out here, uh, like I would take I would do different shifts to be honest. My work got done, so like if I had to just log on, let's say like you know, I do something, I would log on at like six and I'll stay on there until like eight or something, be just finish my work, and I'll still be good. Like, I just feel like that in office, you can't get that, you got to go from nine to five or eight yep. to four or whatever. But
1: and it's such traditional, you know, working hours, especially as people are becoming parents are, are there's one trend that's like a constant question um when I hire people and they're like you know are the working mm-hmm. hours do they have to be eight to four do they have to be nine to five mm. and I'm just like the bank is very very like they don't care what you work as long so as when you're you, working
0: so who you recruit for like this all remote like is it
1: um know, so have, like, we have different sectors so okay. I'm currently i just recently recruited for our business line team mm. um, and they were hybrid. So that required to have people going into Jacksonville and Jacksonville is not somewhere where the talent is like New York talent. Yeah. So mm. it's, it's really hard to recruit for those roles that are not a hundred percent remote, but um, in yeah. the last year or so, I think we've implemented a program where they do a hundred percent remote for uh, like investigator roles. So like AML investigators and, yeah. um, we do a lot of KYC, um, EDD, but I'm currently recruiting for our Sanctions Embargoes team. Sanctions and Embargoes team, and they're also hybrid. So it's really hard to find that really good talent yeah. in somewhere like Jacksonville. More a lot
0: of people don't even want to um, do hybrid. Exactly. Like and a lot of people
1: don't want to do hybrid. A lot of people are like, I want completely remote. I know I can find a company that's completely remote, which is, that was a position that I was in last year. I was constantly, like, I had, I think I want to say maybe four offers on the table And one of them was completely remote, but the salary wasn't there. Mm. Um, Another one was 100% in office, plus base plus commission, but it was 100% in office. (laughs) Yeah. And Houston Houston traffic is just not what I was willing to do. It's actually the worst. It's the worst. So when the offer for my current job came in and they were like, oh, 100% remote, You know, four day work weeks, we're going to send you the equipment, even though I have a laptop. It was just like, this is perfect. Yeah. Buy annual bonuses. Like, this is perfect. Um, internal mobility out the wazoo. So, I just feel like a lot of people mm. in corporate America, we have to, and they ask, people ask me all the time, you know, how did you get your job? How did you get your job? I just be winging life. Like, I really just be winging it. So, I didn't. I had so did you a So like
0: you go on LinkedIn or?
1: You or? go on LinkedIn. You, nah, nah, the thing nah. How did you get be, chores? It has to be, so they actually hit me up. I didn't actually apply to the job. They actually hit oh. me up. But one tip that I will give to people who are out there, you know, job searching, LinkedIn is going to be your best friend. Be careful on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn is going to be your best friend. Um, if you learn how to optimize your LinkedIn, and that's what I did. I optimized my LinkedIn.
0: And you look at a lot of resumes, too, don't you?
1: I look at so many resumes a day. So
0: you already know which, which what, what jobs and corporations are um, looking for and whatnot.
1: Yeah, so I went into it like, I know I want to be a recruiter. I know I want to be 100% remote. I didn't even think of the four-day work weeks. Like That wasn't even something that I was like, you know, I really... I, that wasn't I'm a a, jealous. a deciding factor, exactly. But when they said it, I was like, oh, it's no question about it. No question, and I get all thirteen federal holidays off. I was only getting like ten at the firm. And
0: you're getting paid.
1: And I'm getting man. exactly, and I'm still getting paid. It's not unlimited PTO, but I started off with four weeks of PTO, and okay. then they let you transfer over. I think two weeks per year that you don't use. You can carry over. Birthday that's still, PTO. That's so nice. Exactly birthday PTO. Uh, ten days of sick days. Like it's it's mm. amazing. Um, but yeah, LinkedIn is probably going to be your best friend. Uh, but you just got to learn how to work these social media platforms. Once you learn how to finesse it, anything can be finessed. So me.
0: for somebody that works too much, that does like overtime, like I said, works weekends and just over eight hours and like stress, what, like, how do you, like, you have any recommendations of how like
1: boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. I have a colleague who she works. Elaborate on that. She works 11, and 11 hour days. You're not getting that out of me.
0: Oh, so boundaries is like you got to tell your manager like, like I you, have to like leave. You,
1: there is a certain time that you are off of work, mm-hmm. and you don't work after that certain time. You will not catch. I don't care how much you're paying me. You're not catching me to work on the weekend. So may
0: maintain a schedule. Like, you maintain a schedule. Yeah, you that. let your
1: manager know if you're in a, if if you're in a position in a financial position to be able to say I ain't doing no overtime. I'm not. This is this is not that cool. But you know, obviously, it's a case by case situation. I wouldn't go to my manager and say, yeah. Yo, don't hit me up on the Friday. <laughs> Because I'm not, I'm not working, but there are just, you have to set those boundaries and you have to set those boundaries early. You can't go into it and wanting to take on. And I had a struggle with that too. I was trying to take on everybody's work and do everybody's everything. And I was just like, I'm going to burn myself out by doing this. Like I can't, you can't. mm -mm. So what I say is you need to have those boundaries. You need to set those boundaries and put them in place and be clear about those boundaries because whether you got to turn your phone on do not disturb or set working hours and it's hard for people who are like attorneys and things like that who don't like clock specific hours um but personally I just feel like if you are producing quality work in your field you should have that you should be able to have that time to yourself to decompress and it's just it's it's never worth it to kill yourself. From work, it's really
0: not. Yeah, I also feel like one thing like you should do like for me example like take five. This is like a hobby to me.
1: Exactly. And I feel like for people sure. should
0: start picking up hobbies. Whether mm-hmm. it's like you know you like to paint or something, because I mm-hmm. painting is like what is it, like a, a part of, like a stress reliever type of thing. Yeah, know, like, for research. sure. But it's like you know I feel like a hobby, and it's like I don't know. It's like a decompressing. Like you know, this time mm-hmm. is valuable. Your time, time you can't get back is yeah. valuable. So like you, you people be thinking about work, they be oh. Uh uh-uh. uh hours Mm because of work like they don't sleep because they'd be Mm -hmm. stressing because of work Mm -hmm. like we all been there but it's like it's not healthy
1: granted I'm still very early on in my career so like there's so much more that I have to learn but I know that these boundaries that I put in place for my current company are to not be messed with like don't call me after a certain time don't text me after a certain time don't think that I'm gonna because it'll I'll get to it tomorrow
0: like it's, That's true. I always say that. I always say the work gonna be there. And yeah, then, work
1: is gonna be there. Like
0: I tell people, work gonna be. I'm not there. getting my
1: time back. <laughs> I'm not getting my time back. So if it's outside of working hours and it's just like, and I know it's hard to kind of set those boundaries, but a lot of people, especially for like being afraid of you know repercussions and stuff of that sort, but a lot of people aren't are like people pleasers. And they don't realize how people pleasing will burn you out even faster. That was me.
0: I was I was just of course, like you said early, especially early on your career, like, you know, you wanna, you wanna make a you name wanna, for yourself. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I'll do it, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. But but then people go on no, they'll take advantage of it. Don't know what exactly. like, he's gonna Being say. Being a team yeah, player will say, get you yeah. in more trouble. So than how you, you it's it's hard because you can't say like you can't say no, but and you can't you know, say, say everything. Yeah, so you like, know,
1: funny enough, I actually went through a scenario um, a few months about that and mm. um, I was being a team player, took up something from my colleague and one of our higher ups, our superiors, she actually uh, submitted a form the wrong way, like she had some typos in the form. Mm. But this was a process I had never done so I didn't know that I had to look over her work. Um, we submitted it to the people we had to submit it to and they tried to cuss me out. And I was like, and I got in trouble for it and I was like, this is me being a team player and it getting me in more trouble than anything because now... I did this and it's like they're looking at me like i'm crazy like i was the one that made the mistake um so yeah you gotta set those boundaries for sure but hobbies that was a tough one it was a tough one you got, to, any, you got any hobbies to, i do i like yoga um okay i cook a lot you know, okay Hey, okay. chefing yeah. it up don't know, period um ask about me hey all There's right something, something. <laughs> Um, I like to do a lot of nature walks. Like, I'm a very, like, mm. walk-in-the-park type of person. I like to roller skate. So, I definitely think that... Those, oh, you be skating? Yeah, those decompressing hobbies are actually... When you be like, going, like,
0: Saturdays?
1: I haven't gone in a while, oh, but... So
0: say less. We gotta... Um,
1: yes, you know the weather's we getting back out. nice outside, so I'm yeah. trying to really focus on, like, being outside and those things okay. that I enjoy doing outside. Because getting up, they say your first waking hours should not be work. And I'm really struggling with oh, that. You're yeah, right. that's a really good point, right?
0: Yeah, but I, I wake up, I wake up, I log on. I'm just like, exactly. yeah, I'm right to the meeting. I'm like, man, look, I'm here. What's exactly. up? Exactly, that's what I'm
1: saying. So it's like we have to take that, like, even if it's 20, 30 minutes in between, you know, waking up and going to work and logging on. It's trust me, your productivity will thank you. Your mind will thank you. You'll have less brain fog.
0: Uh, I gotta get to that point. Like, I can't. Me too. I can't. I can't wake up every day in the morning to go to the gym. I could probably do it one or two days. And like, you know, work out, then go to work, but mm-hmm. most of the time I'll be tired. See, to even push working out anymore. even
1: working out before work though, that's a different that's a different beast. Oh, I'm already knowing. That's a different beast.
0: Days I go in office, like I do it because I'll be tired when I get off and I'm trying to stay consistent. But it's crazy.
1: Yeah, consistency is also another big factor. So I definitely think consistency, discipline, setting those boundaries at work, um, is is really important like it's really important to your work-life balance if you're not someone who's blessed with a job like mine um
0: okay little flex <laughs> sorry wasn't trying to sorry was, i'm not in that category <laughs> um
1: <laughs> yeah and um so if you're not blessed with something like that then those these are things that you have to put into place and we have to learn like there are companies nowadays who will prioritize your mental health and prioritize your well-being as a true. whole like and if your job, if you feel like your job is not doing that, people are so, I even talked to my mom about this, like people are so hell bet on staying in their jobs and staying loyal. And I think that that's, the, that's a really big, important factor of our generation is that we'll job hop in a second. We don't care. Like, we don't care. Like my mom has been with her job for 15 years and I'm like, mom, you can be somebody's director of medical billing somewhere. Like
0: Nah, yeah. My mom, she, she got some longevity. Shout out to moms. You hold it down for, you know, for real, company. For real. For real. That's my superhero. I respect <laughs> but um alright so I got a scenario right so we talked about working hard but let's, 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 let's go to the other side so say like someone parties too much and they're not getting anywhere in their job like they're just not honing in and focusing on what their responsibilities need to do they're just out partying every week almost every day and then like they wonder why like they don't get a promotion or a raise the answer's
1: right there I mean
0: it's right there it's simple to you but it's not to them.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I know it's case by case by person, you yeah. know, because, like, you know, they might be going through something, like, mentally or, you mm-hmm. know, mostly where they, they aren't to You got to
1: gotta figure out why you're going out every weekend. You got to figure out why you're drinking yourself to You death, uh, do,
0: do you, um, what's the word? You, uh, well, I actually forgot the word. <laughs> you recommend, like, therapy? Oh, like, for sure.
1: Well? For sure. For sure. And that's another thing that I'm just, I'm glad to be a part of the generation that we're a part of because we don't struggle in silence like we're not i my mom says you go to therapy because you can afford it not because you need it and i'm like mom everybody needs therapy trust me you raised me great trust me you raised she said what she said you're not going to therapy because you need it you're going because you can afford it (laughs) which was a a fake read in and of itself yeah yeah. i was
0: was trying to digest that real quick (laughs) i'm I'm gonna let it i'm gonna let it go in my head i was like
1: okay mom (laughs) Um, but I for sure, for sure, even as a therapist being, you know, you have your friends, they're unbiased to a certain extent, though.
0: Like, yeah, I say like because work, work, if I'm being honest, that's consuming most of your life. Like it's eight, you're logged on, let's say even more than eight hours because you you have to get up before, you know, let's say nine. You start, to, you got to get up before nine, get ready to go in or whatever or get ready to log on. Mm-hmm. And then after you might have some back work you have to do after you log off. Yeah. So people might take like, oh, I'm working too much. and They just want to party. So it's like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you like...
1: I think a part of responsible adulting, not just adulting, but responsible adulting is finding that balance. And if you can't find that balance in your current role, it's time to go. Mm. It's time to go. If you feel like you need to... Because I felt like in my last role, I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I felt like I had too much idle hands. Like, Mm -hmm. it wasn't enough. On top of it being a hostile work environment, I wasn't doing enough. I didn't have any real responsibility. I was trying to... Due to internal mobility, they wasn't really getting jiggy with me.
0: So you was, you was, you know, uh, your time, the other time you had, you was what?
1: I was kind of just like, that's when I was like, trying to figure out what's my next move. Like, okay. what, yeah. what am I going to do? I know, and that's why I'm saying the loyalty aspect of staying in a job that you're unhappy in or that you're underpaid in. Once you get past this, I must know, once you get past a certain, I think it's like three years, you're underpaid.
0: I, I, I heard that. You're after it's, um They also, like, I heard some people, my mentors and whatnot, they say, you know, your value after five years, it, it I want to say decreases, but doesn't increase. You know, yeah. getting better. They'll say, like, at a job, like, they'll just hold you. So it's mm-hmm. like after three to five years, you know. Yeah, that three to five year it, mark, Then you got to, you know, you got to start venturing out yeah, and start like, looking. For sure.
1: And once I saw that there was no real internal mobility for me at the firm, I was just like, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore. So it's time to go. Like, like what's the next step? And I think that. A lot of people go into their job search and they go into um, looking for a new job and it's not directed. It's not focused. And that's one thing that is a really important aspect of it is you have to focus. You have to figure out where you want to go next and then put the work in for that because you can't go and apply to 17,000 jobs and just wait for a callback. It's never going to work like that. like. You gonna burn yourself out from your job search because your job search is a job in and of itself. That's
0: tough though. So you got really got no connections though. You got no people. To you
1: got, meet. and that's why I say and LinkedIn. LinkedIn is gonna be your best friend. LinkedIn will be your best friend because you. I have, I went viral on LinkedIn last year. Okay, so year. let's.
0: All right, since you you know a lot, so you know plug plug the people in about LinkedIn. Some people think like they can just apply to jobs on there and whatnot, but
1: yes and no. Um, so a lot of people have, the, a, have, a, a, have a misconception that a lot of jobs run off of an ATS, which is an applicant tracking system. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times they do, but more often than not, they don't. Um, so a lot of people try to put like filler words in for their resume yeah. just so it can get picked up by the ATS. And me as the person as the human who is looking at your resume, you can tell. I can tell.
0: Right off of the description. And I'm
1: and I'm gonna dis- I'm gonna disqualify you from that alone because Hold on, hold on, hold, on hold on I'm sorry, let's, but no. Now nah,
0: let's stop here because cause, cause <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now see we went to work life balance, but we going I need to talk about this real quick. So but I've heard that there is an automated, you know, like you said, in system world keywords. There words. are. So there how, are. how can some, you balance that? I don't
1: know how I haven't figured out how to be able to tell if not, but I think your best bet. Is to go onto LinkedIn and make those connections. And if there's a company that you want to say you want to work for J P Morgan Chase, that you go and you search up people who are working the job at J P Morgan Chase and say, Hey, what can I do to make myself stand yeah, out? I agree. Because if you send me, if you reply with the resume with Calibri body Tech size twelve. And then two bullet points at the bottom are Times New Roman size 10 and are the exact words are very similar to the words in the job description. I'm going to look at it. and I'm going to say you have an integrity issue because you're not being truthful. Lock the people in. (laughs) So it's so and just becoming a recruiter in the last almost a year is just so many different things that people don't know about resumes and don't know about job searches so we're gonna
0: keep going this topic because I'm interested now. So <laughs> you feel know me? Yo, you know what I'm saying? My mom, she be she be putting me on game too, though. But like, you know what I'm saying, just hearing different perspectives. So, like, what do recruiters really look for?
1: Um, I personally it depends on which job we're recruiting for. So if I'm recruiting for a sanctions and mark and like embargo, if you
0: look at resume, role? what's gonna be like, you know what, it's going to that next level or not. Nah, it's going in the trash.
1: <sighs> So, firstly, um, you're obviously looking for any grammatical errors, anything of that Mm -hmm. sort. But if you want to get into the context of the resume, it has to be cohesive. It has to make sense. A lot of people feel like they're putting a bunch of mumbo-jumbo words together and think, oh, yeah, this sounds so good. And Mm -hmm. it really sounds crazy. Like, it really sounds crazy. If you have to have people who are unbiased or who a fresh new set of eyes look at your resume a million times before you hit send... Do that, But a lot of people are out here just applying, applying, applying. And granted, not to be insensitive or anything like that, the job market is pretty trash right now. And it's yeah. been pretty trash for a while. Yeah. So I can understand why people are resorting to these measures. Um, but I think that a dedicated and a focused job search will get you so much further than just applying to anything you think that you're qualified for.
0: So, but I don't... See, this is where, like, me personally get... Like, I'm in a little dilemma. Because a lot of people say, like, you know, you should go... To, like, the job description and see most keywords and try to... I mean, obviously put in your own words, but Mm -hmm. use some keywords so, like... Because people, like, people think it's a tracker and use it. But But there's also people like you...
1: Which makes sense. It's not a bad... It's not a bad technique, but you need to be able to speak to it. If you can't speak to it, then I know that you were... But you, some people don't even get
0: to that point to speak to it. You're like, I'm gonna just throw it out. I
1: mean, I don't. I try not to. I try to give it more of an objective point of view. But I am recruiting for roles that require experience. I'm not. If I was recruiting for a lot of entry level roles and that didn't require a specific skill set, I would be a little bit more lenient. But I require. I'm the roles that I'm recruiting for are you require that experience. And we've had. I remember we had a team call a few months ago. Um, it was. Two, it was a set of two people who essentially made it through the process. You know, J.P. Morgan's process is probably just as bad as D.B. Um, made it through the process and essentially couldn't do the job that they were hired for. And they didn't realize it until three months in. And then that came back on all of us as like, we weren't doing our job because you didn't vet these people good enough. They get in and then it this, wasn't, this was not outside of my like department. But yeah. In that department, you had to do, like, a specific assessment. They were able to pass the assessment. Like, they finessed the whole system, which mm-hmm. was crazy to see. Um, but, you know, we're just trying to put those measures in place so people don't get through that point. Yeah. But there are people out there who will do it. Um, as a recruiter, you have to be very, like, I notable to the sales. Hey, man, like, get that bag and
0: you wave on it any way, any way is, necessary. Yeah, and I
1: feel it. I feel it. I feel like I totally understand why people go to some levels because the job market is just that bad. Um, But what has worked for me is just a targeted job search, being able to speak to my experience, being able to be a personable person, because honestly, you could have the experience. The resume can only get you so far. You have to be able to speak to that experience and be a person who can hold the conversation. Um,
0: So like people, most jobs, honestly, when I look, they have like three to five years of experience. Mm -hmm. And say like a person wants to get out of their job and then we have, let's say, one going on the two years, mm-hmm. would you recommend them to stay where they are for another year at least or to go ahead and apply?
1: No. I would recommend them to go ahead and apply. Absolutely. Because the years of experience are just... That's a that's a baseline. But
0: a lot of people don't even... um.
1: A lot, and honestly, as someone who gets turned off by, you know, if I only have one year of experience and they say, oh, three to five years is required, it depends on what the role is. If I feel like it's a role where I, I look at the job description and I can essentially... um. Do most of the job that's in the job description, mm-hmm. I'm gonna apply because that year, those years of experience really okay. don't matter. You know, yeah. palm color people, they apply for stuff that they're not qualified for all the time. All right. <laughs> that knowledge. Oh, man. All the time. So, honestly, if my advice is to really go out there with a targeted job approach, if you have to get a professional resume writer, hit me up on LinkedIn. Um, What's your LinkedIn? My name, John Solomon.
0: All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in the bio for go, yes, Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, I got you. you. It's not an easy to Oh, they gonna name. be boy. It are gonna be
1: boom. It's already booming ever since I went viral last year. You went viral. I was like Jesus Christ. What you, so, what you do to get viral? I post. I don't even remember what I posted.
0: Uh, you went viral on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's different.
1: I got like ten thousand likes or something. I don't remember. Even, even I think it was around May when I had got my offer. That's um, I was turning 25, like it was it was a lot that was happening in the month of May and it just, it went viral I went from like 300 connections to over 700 in like a few weeks so LinkedIn, mm. you can for, there are so many tools out there on LinkedIn alone, and every time all my friends, cause they'll call me like, I need a child I need a job, and I'm like, you guys don't have the skill set that I recruit for, oh. and since you don't have the skill set that I recruit for, I cannot hire you <laughs> Hey. But I can tell you what I did to get hired at my job and what will work yeah. if you put the work in. Yeah. And LinkedIn is always the answer. LinkedIn, LinkedIn is always is be the
0: always answer. answer. Connect with people. and you make see. Those,
1: Exactly. You make those connections. Honestly, so many people on LinkedIn will just, if they see a request, they'll just accept it. You don't yeah. actually have to know the person. Yeah. That's how you should make a quality network, but yeah. you make a you make your network of a few people you know and then a few people that can get you places that you, that you can't get alone. It makes much more of a difference, trust me. And you being a ref- if I see your application come up as a referral from an employee, we it's our policy to reach out to that employee, but depending on the terms of how you were referred to the role, you that alone can That's get you intense. an interview like Yo, so that yes, you man. guys, guys got to start using your platforms for what they're there for. LinkedIn is not, people looked at it as like a, a Facebook, like a level of Facebook, <laughs> but for work. And although sometimes it is like that. You look um, at it
0: with TikTok, etc.
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's social media is, I think that we yeah. don't underestimate the power of social media. And that's what I really do like about our generation. We go out there and we get it. That's true. We got to do what we got to well, do. And we use social media to our advantage. You see how many social media millionaires there are out there? Yeah. People out money. here making a million dollars off LinkedIn. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, It's yeah. possible. People, people get paid. People eat for free off it. I know well, a lot of people. I know people that just. You
1: become a content creator yeah. for so, someone, you can make Dang for man. sure. It'll
0: take five another year. We in there. All right. So for the people, right? We'll, um, Just last advice of like how to maintain a great work-life balance. What would you tell them?
1: Um to maintain a great work life balance take your lunch break take the lunch break take the lunch break don't eat at your desk the lunch break <laughs> take it whether it be 30 minutes an hour hour and a half 2 hours however long take the lunch break whether you leaving your desk to go do a walk cuz when I was commuting in New York City I would leave my desk and go for a walk for an hour just in Times Square um, go get something to eat like take the lunch break mm-hmm. it means so much more than you think Honestly, the working lunch and the working at your desk, it it you need the break. Like you need the break. Um, Outside of that, I will also say, if you're someone who feel like feels like you have increased responsibility at work, learn to delegate. Like you have people who work under you. You have a team for a reason. Like they're there to help you. You don't wanna. No one wants to burn out. No one wants to burn out. Um, Okay. But learn to delegate, and for sure. Prioritize your mental health, your physical health, work for, for a company who prioritizes your mental health and your physical health and knows how important it is to take those days off. I know a company who has, um, I think it's like one day a month, they mm-hmm. get like a wellness day. Yeah, and yeah. then TSU, um, they also do a wellness day. It's like one Tuesday out of the month, there's no classes going on. Yeah. And, um, so I love to see that you know universities and companies are now implementing these processes that Help with productivity, because honestly' it's really you don't know how much you need to break until you get one.
0: Yeah. Take that
1: vacation, use that vacation time. Yeah. If you have unlimited PTO, bless you, bless you. <laughs> um, but yeah, take that vacation, decompress. Just make sure you decompress after work because traffic is stressful. But don't play hard too hard though.: Don't play too hard. Work hard. But play,
0: play hard, but not don't too. Play
1: hard. hard. don't <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, Jonna, with the, with, the, with the knowledge you dropped on them, man. Appreciate Thank you for that. having me. I nah, appreciate nah, we ain't done yet. it. we We got two oh, more okay. segments. Okay. I need to get like to the Bob of the week. Oh. So I need to know, what's heavy in your rotation that you want to put heavy people Heavy in rotation
1: on? is probably the same thing as heavy in everybody's rotation.
0: Oh, what is it?
1: One line,
0: please. If, if you got a song or two, what is it?
1: It's actually been two albums, Her Lost and S.O.S.
0: Which one you taking?
1: It depends on my mood. If nah. I'm in the gym If I'm in the gym We going with her loss If I'm doing something If I'm trying to get lit We going with her loss If I want to sing my little heart out We definitely going with SOS If I'm in a car Vibing got a 30 minute drive We definitely going with SOS Alright overall
0: What's your If you had to choose one album Like album of the year
1: mm, Probably SOS Probably mm, Nah Nah, 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 nah. we're gonna go with her loss for sure. <laughs> for sure. Cool. I was I was waiting, I'm like, hold on, man. Yeah, nah, her loss for sure. What's your favorite
0: song? On um, what's your top song on each one? Each album? Yeah.
1: Um, on Her Loss is probably Hours in Silence. Okay. I think that's everybody's shit. Um, and then on SOS Hey look a few. they looking at you on Definitely this one. They looking at you on this one. I'm not gonna hold you smoking on my X-Fact is really my joint. Like that, she made me, I feel like she'd be like talking her shit. I'd be like, golly. When I first listened to her, I was like, damn, this is talk your shit.
0: <laughs> Yo, okay. Yeah, All right. So, I'll take it.
1: I'm in the new rotation, though. It's definitely Don Tolliver's new album. And then my homegirl put me on A Boogie's new album. So yeah, yeah. Don Tolliver, just listened to that. It's definitely it's on tough. the gym playlist.
0: That's calm. So I'm not at night till you ride, around at night. Yeah. Windows down, you cool. I'll say my bop of the week, though. I'll say, to be honest, Superhero still by Metro Boomin featuring Chris Brown. Superhero?
1: Hmm, I actually haven't heard that. Send that to me. Stop playing. I haven't heard it. I'm, I'm always open for Missed the gameplay, like. recommendations.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that in. I'm telling you, Superhero. superhero? Yes, by Metro Boomin. Featuring and Chris Brown? Chris Brown. Yeah, and I didn't know this. You ain't even know it. See, now
1: I got to add the whole Metro Boomin album on my phone. You mean I
0: ain't going to know it? No clue in the world. And then, uh, I also listen to uh, the Jacquees joint. I like When You Bad Like That by Jacquees. I'm not a huge fan of Jacquees. I used
1: to be in college. It was actually used good
0: last It wasn't like, I'm not going to play the full album, but it's... I'm not going
1: to play the full album.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That song stuck out, though, you feel me? we go with that, but nah, I'll take that. All right, thank you for those, you know what I'm saying, Bob of the week. The last segment is a new game, right? It's called... It's a new game. It's called Red Flag, Green Flag. Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm gonna ask you questions. You gotta answer. as it a red flag red or a green flags. flag? You already, you already knew it. So the first mm-hmm. one is Is it a red flag, green flag if he has a lot of female friends?
1: I have a male best friend, so I wouldn't say. Red I'm gonna say flag. a lot.
0: Like, he got like 10 plus female friends.
1: They all your friends? Like, y'all close friends? Close friends and friends are, are two totally different things. Do you say happy birthday or do you yeah. post her on your story? There's a Both. difference. Oh, that's a little much. That's a little much? That's a little much. That's a red flag? That's for maybe not red, <laughs> but orange for sure. Like a scarlet maybe? Hey, yo. I'm definitely side eyeing it.
0: Okay. I How get many it. of
1: them have you had sex with is the question.
0: I don't know. It's up to whoever.
1: Exactly. So, red flag.
0: Red flag. All right. So, he has no social media.
1: How old is he? <laughs> he, like, he, like, he like 26, 26, 27. With no social media? No we social grew up media. on social media. So how you hang out on social media?
0: Hey, is it red flag, green flag? I don't know. It could be a good or bad
1: thing. I feel like it's a contextual type of situation. A subjective. Man, what I, what saying? I wouldn't say red flag, I but I also wouldn't say green flag. I I don't I don't I would have to dig a little deeper. You gotta choose one. If I had to choose, I would say green flag. Okay. Because I mean, these hoes can't slide in your DMs. Aww. If you think about it, Instagram is really a dating platform. Yeah. yeah so let's hey, be real. Yo, Instagram is really right. a dating platform. So these bitches flag. can't slide in your DMs.
0: Okay. All right. So next one says, "What if he wants to wear matching outfits outside all the time?
1: All the time? Like, matching or coordinating? Nah, like matching. Matching like head to toe. We both got on bread elevens. Yep. I'm not 16. Red flag. All Red right. Flag. So if you want coordinating, because that means you can't dress. Coordinating is different. If I got on, you know, olive green pants and a tan blazer, and you wearing tan pants and olive green blazer or something of the sort, yeah. that's okay. That's we, calm. Maybe. That's cool. Maybe, but the matching from head to toe, the his and her shirt pointing to each other. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that is kind of it's sixteen year old, old, no, no nah, not, that, that know, is that's me. a red flag. Mm-hmm. All right, so if he asks you to split the bill on the first date,
1: I've actually been asked that. I was young, but...
0: So, did it raise a red flag or a green flag? Oh, yeah, he had me fucked up.
1: So, it was a red flag for sure? Yeah, it was a red flag for sure. Uh, Because why are you asking me on a date if you can't pay the whole date? Or if you don't (laughs) want to pay the whole date? Do you think I'm not worth the whole date? That's That's another question.
0: Oh, this is really mad red flags. It's leading on a rabbit hole.
1: Um, Definitely not getting a second date, but... (laughs) I mean, I think that also we have to stop with the idea that, like... Not stop, but, like... Be clear in your intentions. Like, don't ask me on a date and then say, oh, you got half of this?
0: Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I you like
1: asked me out, nigga.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's different. That's different. But
1: in the same breath, I wouldn't ask you out and then be like, oh, you gonna pay for this? Unless you're my man, of course, because you gonna pay
0: for it. Yeah. yeah. But,
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-mm.
0: Oh, all right. Nope. So, the last one, that's a red flag. Last one says, if he pulls up on you unannounced. Just pull up. Like you home chilling, just pull up. like.
1: Uh, the, the initiative could be cute. I feel like that's also a subjective situation. The initiative could be cute. Um, is he pulling up just to pull up? Are you pulling up to go get food? Like what are we
0: doing? He pulling up just to pull up.
1: Just to kind of see my face? Yeah. I mean it's cute. <laughs> so maybe a green flag. That's
0: a red flag. Don't pull up on me. <laughs> Don't pull up on me, dog.
1: You sneeze, that's why. Nah, that's
0: not why. <laughs> I, I might not be home for real. Like, yo. Yeah, and, nah. The
1: pulling up is,
0: yeah. I don't know, man. I don't I mean, sit right in my soul.
1: Yeah. I don't like to just pop. Don't pop. Don't just pop up on me.
0: <laughs> but nah, thank you. Any last words for the people? Um, we going apply there.
1: Stay consistent, y'all.
0: Stay consistent. Everything you do. And everything. I want to say, on that note, definitely continue. Don't let sight of your goals. Like, right, definitely keep going on your goals. Um, I know it's easy to fall out of the you know, trying to achieve your mm-hmm. goals. So put it on like a, a make a what's it, vision board? You know what I'm saying? A vision
1: board. My 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 therapist told me. She said, Focus on one thing at a time. Cause if you put too much of your focus into too many things, mm-hmm. nothing is gonna go anywhere. Right. I'm still struggling with that, but
0: no, you're gonna get there. But consistency is key. Consistency so is we're leave key. That. Discipline
1: right. is the second key.
0: So well, thank you for joining. Take five. It's definitely lovely having you, man. Mike, I'll put you on another one because you drop knowledge for the it's people. Great to be so here. So you know, whenever,
1: whenever you need a little something, something to God, see I me up.
0: Yeah, say no more. Know. I no, appreciate no. y'all. All right, good people. Peace out.
1: Peace out.